Do you consider yourself a Christian? I do. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was raised at Christianity. Do you believe you're going to heaven? Oh, I don't know. That's not up to me. <laughs> I do my best. Do you believe that you're going to heaven? Um, I can't say if I am or I, I'm not. I'd like to think so. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, I'm hoping for that, yes. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. How good would you have to be in order to get into heaven? Um, yeah, I don't know. I believe that there's steps, though, to get there. Do you believe that you contribute anything to your going to heaven? Yeah. Yeah, I try to make sure at least, uh, I, I try to make sure that I make some kind of an impact on someone every day. How would you react if I were to tell you that your salvation doesn't depend on your works, it depends on what Christ has already done? Well, I can agree with that, but it also depends on how you live your life and then you, you follow what God's guidelines are. Do you believe that the Bible is God's word? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely, I do. I believe that there's some aspects of the Bible that are um, aligned with God's Word and other um, sacred literature as well. Do you think that there perhaps could be mistakes in the Bible? Well, I think if the part of the Bible is wrong, all of it's wrong. People transcribing it throughout, the, throughout all the decades and whatnot, I could see that happening. I think everything could possibly have a mistake. It's what you believe and your faith. I haven't found any yet. I've read a lot of, you know, sacred texts and literatures and um, from all different religions because I'm kind of fascinated with that and I don't consider myself to be of one particular religion. Um, so I just think if you really read them in a roundabout way, they're all saying the same thing. How often do you attend church? Every week. A few times a month, a couple of times a month. Three or two Sundays a month. About two to three times a month. Do you believe that church membership is important? No, I don't. Okay, well, why is that? I'm just curious. Um, because I believe uh, that, like, we're all really one church and that I don't need to be a member of any specific uh, organization. Do you believe that man is basically good by nature? Yes. Yes, I do. I think we can be. Well, I'd like to say yes to that. But <laughs> yeah, by nature, they are supposedly in the Bible, you was all deemed good until, you know, some people got corrupt. We have the opportunity to be good. It's a God-given trait. We are created by God, and we as humans are gods. There are evil and good, you know, and um, we just have to get all on the right path. Do I truly believe that if man was left to himself, if good things were happen, would happen? Uh, I kind of doubt that. You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN Podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I'm so excited for today's episode. If you can tell by the sound of my voice, yes, 
I am suffering from an illness. I'm sick and it, it stinks. I've been trying to open my nose to decongest and everything I try is to no prevail. I am just sitting here in my room suffering the tortures of a sinus infection. It's been about two weeks now and it's just, it's just lingering here. And so I I need, I got to record. I'm bringing, I'm bringing this episode to you guys. Not because I'm healthy, but be, but you know, hopefully this goes well, and you guys don't get super annoyed by my sick voice. So today, uh, if you listened to the beginning of the podcast, which I'm assuming you did, you listened to Ligonier's Ministries question and answer with the public. So Ligonier Ministries, uh, back in 2014, I want to say, R.C. Sproul and Ligonier Ministries commissioned a survey, and I believe they partnered with Lifeway. Uh, if I'm incorrect, I will correct myself in the show notes. They, they partnered with Lifeway, and they set out to conduct a survey that they call the State of Theology. Now, I, honestly, honestly, I, I think it would just be better called the State of Christianity, but state of theology, cool. So the state of theology was a survey where they, where they traveled and they interviewed, they, they interviewed people. Sorry, my computer's freaking out. Wow. Okay. They interviewed people and asked them questions that related to Christianity, that related to God, that, that related to, you know, the afterlife. And they compiled these answers into the survey. And if you want to reference the survey at any point, the link to it will be in the show notes. It's literally just stateoftheology.com. Very simple. And it will take you to this beautiful page that it's beautiful, but when you start reading the results, they're not beautiful at all. In fact, they're very heartbreaking. And what you could probably tell from the introduction to this podcast, the, the results are heartbreaking. And this is really a call to Christians. This is, this is not something that should be discouraging, although it is. We can't just sit there. This is really a call. This is, this is a motivation for us to get out and to go preach and teach the Bible according to, to its doctrine, like, like to teach it well, to teach it right, to teach it the way that it was meant to be taught so that we don't get all of this confusion within Christianity. Now, this is not just something that I think liberal theologians or conservative theologians struggle with. I think this is just a problem that is running amok, okay, as, 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 uh, as Michael Scott would say. This is running amok, and we need to, to really take a look at these numbers and, and to realize that we have a calling on our lives but also a calling to preach the Bible correctly, to teach it well. And the results that we see here are a product of what happens when that is not done. So I'm literally just going to walk through some of it. This first portion was Christians. So when, I, when I'm reading these questions, they interviewed self, they, they, they're, they're interviewing what, they what they would call christians okay now obviously we don't know their heart you know so we don't judge like that but so the first question this is what it starts so evangelicals have a great concern for the gospel 
Yet a majority of them don't even express some of the basic truths that are found in the foundational structure of the gospel. So the first question that they asked Christians were everyone sins a little, but most people are good by nature. Do you agree or disagree? Everyone is good by nature. So this is a question on total depravity. This is not just a Calvinist question. This is not just a reformed question. Total depravity is a, at some level, an accepted doctrine of orthodox within what true believers are, whether you're a liberal theologian or conservative. So everyone sins a little, but most people are good by nature. 52% of Christians agree that we are good by nature. Now, let that sink in for a second. That means that 52% of Christians believe we are good. Therefore, if we're good, we are in no need of a savior. When you follow the logic, when you follow the logic of, of these statements, you see how flawed Christians are in their biblical understanding. 52% of evangelicals believe that people are good by nature. I'm going to cough, so I'm going to step away from the microphone. I apologize. 52% of Christians believe. I'm just going to read it right off, uh, right off their website here. This idea flatly contradicts the Bible, which teaches the radical corruption of every human being and declares that no one does good by nature, Romans 3. This is why we need the gospel in the first place, because none of us is good. Evangelicals are so confused about the exclusivity of Christianity and its objective claim to truth, there has been a slight increase in people who agree with this unorthodox view since 2016, though future surveys will need to confirm this trend. So according to their uh, limited time frame on this survey, people are beginning to more and more believe that we are good by nature. All right. Now we're going to go ahead and move on to the next one. This one. Again, hit hard. God accepts the worship of all religions, including Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and all like all religions. 51% of evangelicals agree with that statement, which is a uh, which is a two percent increase from 2016. 51% of Christians believe that God accepts the worship of Islam, of Muslims, to their God Allah. The Bible is clear that the gospel is the only way of salvation and God will not accept the worship of other faiths. It is only through Christ and by his spirit that we are able to worship the Father in spirit and in truth. That's found in John 4. However, we can find on an overwhelmingly uh, encouraging note that Christians believe that justification is by faith alone. This was very encouraging. 91% of Christians believe that God counts a person righteous, not because of works, but because of one's faith in Jesus Christ. This one I found personally really encouraging because from, from, the, from the statistics that we found in the previous two, I would think that a lot of Christians would be living in this delusional state of works-based salvation, but that's not what we see here. 
In fact, we see that evangelicals, uh, the majority of them, in fact, 91% of them, say that that justification, a person is found righteous by one's faith in Jesus Christ, not by one's works. And so that is really encouraging. Even on the website, they say, strangely, while most evangelicals strongly believe in justification by faith alone, they are confused about the person of Christ. And on one hand, virtually all evangelicals express support for the Trinitarian doctrine. Yet at the same time, most agree that Jesus is the first and greatest being, listen to this word, created by God, which was a view espoused by the ancient heretic, Arius. So this is kind of interesting. This one I find really interesting. Uh, And we're going to talk about it here in a second about Jesus being created by God. However, we're going to talk about the Trinity first. The Trinity is, again, 97% of people agree that, that God is found in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, each equally being God, but him being found in three persons. 97% of evangelicals agree with that statement. That's very encouraging. That's very, very encouraging. All right, here's the one. Here's the one where I get slapped in the face. And maybe, maybe it's a confusing question. Maybe within Christianity, it's just a confusing question. Maybe people didn't understand it. And personally, if I was asking this question, I would not, when I'm taking the survey, I would not have put in any trick questions. I feel like this might be kind of perceived as, could be perceived as a trick question question. Okay. In fact, I want to know what the definition of a trick question, because I'm going to Google it because then we would get a more accurate answer on if this is a trick question, a trick question. Um, they ask you a question, which is very difficult to answer, for example, because there's a hidden difficulty that is found within the question. Okay, I don't know. It seems like it could be a trick question because they're looking for a yes or no answer, but there could be more answers and I would not answer this as yes or no, right? Okay, the question is, Jesus is the first and greatest being created by God. (coughs) I am dying. Jesus is the first and greatest being created by God. 78% of Christians believe that Jesus was created by God. These results show the pressing need for Christians to be taught Christology, which is the study of Christ, especially as the outcome has gotten worse uh, since 2016. In fact, it's gone up about 18%. There is a general lack of teaching today on the person of Christ, a doctrine for which the early church fought so hard and has been carefully formulated to restate historic, orthodox, and biblical teaching. There's a statement that I can link to that you guys can find out about uh, about more about Christology. So these were people that were 
confess they 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 confessed Christianity. In fact, here were the criteria to be asked these questions. Evangelicals were defined as this: the Bible is the highest authority for what I believe, so they would answer yes. It is important for me personally to encourage non-Christians to trust Jesus Christ as their savior. Jesus Christ's death on the cross is the only sacrifice that could remove the penalty of my sin. And only those who trust in Jesus Christ alone as their savior receive God's free gift of eternal salvation. So you had to answer yes to all those questions to be able to partake in this survey. Those results should shock you. All right. So now we're moving on to the next section, next section, U.S. adults. This is on the holiness of God. When it comes to U.S. adults overall, a clear majority agree with the well-known doctrines of the Christian faith. But beneath the surface, they hold these truths loosely. In particular, Americans do not seem to grasp the reality of God's holiness. An alarming 69% of people disagree that even the smallest sin deserves eternal damnation. This, this is crazy here. This is crazy here. All right. Because people, people, because this goes back to not like believing that we are naturally good, right? This actually doesn't, this makes sense. If you believe that people are naturally good, then the smallest sin shouldn't send you to hell. But here, People are saying this is actually 69% of people say that that the smallest sin will not send you to hell. That's crazy to me. These results are shocking. And I mean, this survey goes on and on and on and on. And they kind of end the survey with, with this conclusion. And I want to go ahead and read it to you guys. The 2018 State of Theology survey reveals a deep confusion about the Bible's teaching, not only among Americans as a whole, but also among evangelicals. There is something very wrong when a majority of Americans can give the correct answers to basic Bible questions and at the same time say that their beliefs are purely a matter of personal opinion. These results show the urgent need for biblical teaching and the bold preaching of the gospel. Millions of people do not understand the holiness of God and the reality of sin and the one way to salvation to Jesus is Jesus Christ. There is much work to be done, but it is our hope that these findings will serve the church and its effort to reach more people with the faithful proclamation of the truth of God's word. Guys, this is not this is this is not something to be taken lightly. God has given us these statistics and we need to look at them and take them seriously. We need to look and see where we're at, not only as a nation, but as a religion. We need to look at the people who are proclaiming Jesus Christ, the people who are saying that they are Christians. We need to take a deeper look at what they believe. And when we do that, this survey reveals to us that there is a, a, a huge lack of teaching basic biblical principles within the church. There is a lack of teaching the foundational orthodoxy of our religion. 
And this is a calling not only to church leaders and to pastors, but to laymen as well, to people who are just church members, to, to the people that listen to my podcast, to the people who you know listen to this on their way to work. We need to, to really be diligent about the way that we pursue Christ, but also diligent about the way that we teach him to others. Because when we look at, at people believing that 52% of evangelicals, of Christians believe that they are good by nature, when we read that 51% of Christians believe that God accepts worship of any religion, we, we see a deep, not only confusion, but a deep deception that has filtered its way into Christianity and into the church. These, these results are, are things that Satan wants to see. There's a deep deception, a grasp that Satan has on the church right now. And this survey shows that. And so I want to encourage you guys to take, go take a look at the survey. There's a lot that I didn't talk about. There's a, I just don't have time and I don't have the voice to do it. But go to this website, read through this survey, and then be thinking through, you know, how this impacts you. How should this change you? Because you, you read these things and you are changed. Trust me, you should be, especially if you're a Bible-believing Christian. And so I want to encourage you guys to go take a look at this survey. I think you guys should do it. Seriously, don't be discouraged about it. Don't sit in a posture of discouragement. Take it, you know, mourn, you know, weep where we need to weep, but be able to step in boldness and in confidence in the gospel and know that Christ, Christ is here, all right? And he's working. So we need to rest in that. We do that and we'll start to see a change. Guys, you can reach out to me all these different ways, beautiful ways. You can email me, gracenationministries at yahoo.com. Reach out to me on Facebook. Reach out to me via Twitter or Instagram. You guys ha have you know ways to hit me up. Do it. I respond. I love talking to you guys. Also, like we have a clothing line, so go check that out. It's on my website, grace-nation.com. Go check that out. Go grab yourself some Grace Nation merch. Next week, we're going to have an awesome interview. I'm super excited for it, so you guys should stick around for that. You guys are beautiful. Seriously, don't take this lightly. You are beautiful, and you are one of a kind. Until next time, take care, and God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN Podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless.